I knew probably my junior year of high school what I wanted to do, and I've stuck with it. Did you know what you wanted to do with your life at 17? Well, today's guest did, and she's been doing it ever since. Stick around and listen to her story about running her own business, where her creative inspiration comes from, and what she loves about her job. What do you want to do with your life? What do you want to do with your life? What do you want to do with your life? Understandably, a tough question for any 20-something to answer. So join me, your host, Taylor Marks of the Rise Year Podcast, as I talk with some cool people about what they do and occasionally go on long rants of my own about the pains of growing up. Today's guest is Lauren Ross, the principal strategist and designer at Brandshake Creative. I'm Lauren, and I'm one of the principals of Brandshake Creative. We are a full-service design and marketing agency. We primarily focus on brand identity, web, and print. And I specifically focus on user experience, um, also website design and development for more layman's terms. Lauren is one of those who knew in high school what she wanted to do and has been doing it ever since. She was intrigued by her art classes, but knew that making a living as a fine artist could be difficult. Not to say that it wasn't possible, but she knew that doing graphic design would allow her more avenues long term. So she made up her mind pretty quickly after that. There's something about her being able to both be creative and analytical to solve problems for clients, whether it's figuring out a new logo that customers will remember or designing a functional and aesthetically pleasing website. I knew through some of my art classes in high school that I wanted to do something in the art field for my business. I wanted to get into what was known as commercial art back then. Really? It was <laughs> commercial art? That's what they called it, commercial art. Oh, wow. So I, uh, I mean, graphic design and commercial art, but um, I <clears throat> researched potential careers and um, universities. So I specifically went to VCU, Virginia Commonwealth University, um, to attend their School of the Arts in the Communication Arts and Design track, knowing I wanted to go into graphic design. So I knew probably my junior year of high school what I wanted to do, and I've stuck with it. What kind of made you focus in and hone on that? Were you just like always into art, and then that was just kind of it? Um, yeah, I guess I just have never really questioned it. Um, yeah, it was just what I what felt true to me um, in high school, and it's has felt true to me all along. I, I'm definitely the type of person that if something doesn't feel right, I will make a change. So I've stuck with it, so I, it's it does feel right to me. And I think what has, the reason it works so well for me is it's not just an art career. It's not just a creative career. There's a lot of strategy um, to the work. So there's both the kind of the art side of it and the scientific side of it. There's a lot of strategy work to be done there. There's a lot of like, it's kind of, there's more of an engineering process to it than just the creative, subjective, artistic side of it. 
So it keeps me um, engaged and challenged every single day. What is graphic design? Graphic design is about using visuals to communicate messages and feelings to the viewer. How are these messages communicated? Well, by using various tools such as color, typography, page layouts, pictures, shadows, and symbols to create the desired end product. Examples of graphic design are everywhere you look. Look at your social media, video games, books, logos, magazines, and billboards. We are constantly bombarded with a plethora of designs, each one tasked with a different end goal associated with the product or service. To a casual onlooker, the idea of graphic design may seem simple. It's pictures and words, but the truth is it's more complicated than that. It involves using the elements of art, such as line, shape, color, and texture, to name a few along with the principles of design, like balance, proximity, and contrast. And then add in communication, so knowing how to get the message across to the audience in a way that they can understand. And psychology, in short, knowing how people work. Finally, you need the technical skills and the programs used for graphic design tools to be able to complete the projects, for example, Photoshop or Illustrator. After graduating college, she decided to jump right into working and got a job at one of the first e-business solutions companies. It was when, I mean, the web was like really just in its infancy. It was 97, basically. So web design was really just brand new in terms of an idea. Websites were very much just informational, um, text on a page, very background, maybe some graphics here or there, mm -hmm. but there was no um, true consideration to user experience um, and designing graphic design sort of aspect of laying out a website or web page. Um, because it was so new and I was one of the only ones in Richmond at the time trained to do web design, I actually headed up the creative department after working there for a few years, she found that she liked the control and autonomy that came with working for herself. So that's what she's been doing since 2001. The business that I currently run, I am, um, I co-partnered, we have co-founder, Rama. Um, she and I actually have, this is the second business we've owned together and managed together. She, coincidentally, we didn't know each other at the time, but coincidentally, she went to the same school. She went to BC really? as well. Um, went through the same uh, track a few years before I did, not to, <laughs> not to age her, but um, so we, we didn't, we weren't in school at the same time, so we didn't know each other. Okay. We just, we met after, coincidentally, and what's interesting is we, um, we sometimes say we share a brain because we don't really have to, there's, because we went through um, the same training, oftentimes some of the same professors, we have very similar lines of thinking when it comes to design and um, I can just kind of like start going down a path and she knows where I'm headed and she can take it over or vice versa. Mm -hmm. um, we have similar design philosophies. So there's myself, who's, I'm a designer, and then there's Rama, who's a designer, and then we have a project manager, and we have a copywriter, and we have a web developer. So there are actually five of us that all work together, okay. and uh, we've been working as a team. Um, well, the fifth person joined us about five years ago, but the four core people, we've been working together 
for like 10 years plus. So it's like a mini family. Mm-hmm. We all we all know each other. We might get on each other's nerves, but it's cool because we all love each other and we like it's. We don't even really have to communicate too much past like a few words because we just we're so used to working together. Is it remote? So where are yes. the other? Okay. Yeah. So we previously had office space and um, kind of just followed that model of you know the old school business that you have an office and you go in and you work your hours your nine to five or whatever it may be in the office and felt like we needed to have that space specifically for um, clients to come and meet with us. And honestly, that was the model that worked for a while, but um, just the nature of the way business has shifted over the past probably decade, um, clients really don't you know, want to come to us. They want us to come to them, mm-hmm. which I'm fine with as well. Yeah. Um, and so it really became kind of a big waste of money, uh, the overhead. Curious about how companies pitch ideas for campaigns? How do you even know when a company wants a new website or logo? Lauren talks about how Brandshake landed one of their longest running clients, the Beltline in Atlanta. For those of you who don't know, the Beltline is a sustainable redevelopment project in Atlanta using old railroad corridors. And once fully completed, it will connect 45 neighborhoods in a 22-mile loop. It's definitely a must if you're in Atlanta visiting. One of the top tourist attractions, Pont City Market, is right off of it and a 10-minute walk to Piedmont Park via the Beltline. On a nice day, the path is full of life. Everyone is out there doing their thing, whether it's biking, walking, rollerblading, drinking coffee, or taking pictures. Um, they, they put it out in RFP, which is, stands for request, request for proposal. And when organizations put that out, it, anyone can, uh, respond to that and provide a proposal. And then generally the way these things work is they pick three organizations somewhere in that range, maybe five, um, that they like their proposals and then they'll invite them in for an interview. And so you go through an interview process and then they they may have one or two interview processes, but I think in this case we just had one and then they select their organization. So they selected us. So the best part is being able to um, be flexible with my schedule, um, have full control of you know, choosing what I do, when I do it, and how I'm going to do it. Um, but then the flip side of that is I am always working. <laughs> or at least my brain is, um, I can because I can work virtually anywhere and virtually anytime, it is hard for me to cut things off sometimes. Mm-hmm. What's an average day look like for Lauren? Is she working on the same projects every day? Is she one who prefers a routine and wakes up at the same time? Let's find out. It's every day is different. Designing a flyer, I mean, as basic as that, to doing web production, to like, you know, in- integrating content into a website. Are you up at a normal average time? I do or? normally work okay. normal-ish. Besides today. Normal-ish yes. hours. Okay. Um, normal-ish, I guess, for me is, I generally get started around nine, and then I tend to work later into the evening than most people, or uh, maybe I'll take a break, you know, in, in the afternoon or late afternoon or early evening and then 
I'll generally work a little bit more right before I go to bed. But being a creative field, sometimes there are certain projects that you really just, you have to get into a zone. You have to get into a creative zone. And unfortunately, <laughs> the best time well, to do that is in the middle of the night. Yep. So I will occasionally either stay up, you know, late, like past midnight and, you know, two or so in the morning, just to have that quiet time. I'll get in a flow and just keep going. But more often, I actually really like early mornings. And when I say early mornings, I mean really early mornings. So like, for example, this morning, I got up at three because I knew I had deadlines that I wanted to meet by like nine, ten o'clock this morning. Have you had to learn anything, um, well, I guess like more specifically based off of like starting your own business and stuff that maybe you weren't taught initially? And Oh yeah, I mean definitely running, I was never taught anything about running my own business. So understanding um, the operation side, that was all just, you had to learn on, on the spot. But um, we've grown organically, so you know, just, and we have made mistakes. We've figured things out where, um, you know, you don't get paid for jobs. Or you, <laughs> you have to make sure you have a contract, yeah. <laughs> something signed. Um, so there's certain things that we've we've figured out over time. But uh, we've been in it for so long that it's no, now it feels, it now it feels like an old hat. But yeah, yeah. Was college worth it to you? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. What was the biggest takeaway from college? Um, I honestly, I really enjoyed. I enjoyed learning all all the new, um, learning new things about design that I hadn't understood. Also, I will say that um, the other big thing about when I was in school, like I said, it was when the idea of web design was really coming into focus. And I took the first web design class that was ever taught at VCU. So basically, I was learning web design as it was being created. So I thought that was that was really cool because mm -hmm. it was like it was all brand new, and so we were all figuring it Did out together. Did you have textbooks and stuff at this point, or kind of what was your mode of learning? You just like pull up the internet, you just pull it up <laughs> yeah. and just trial and Yeah, error. exactly. Two pros and two cons to your job. Uh, definitely, the pros are well. The pro to specifically owning your own business is the control. The um, Another a pro to being a graphic designer is the um, creativity and the um, adventure of the business. Um, the cons, uh, the con of being a business owner is that you never turn it off, or at least I don't. Mm -hmm. um, and I can't think of another con. No? Just nope. one? Okay. That's it. Where do you get your inspiration from for whether it's like designing a, something that's a little bit more like artistic not as much like analytical in that sense I guess where do you draw inspiration so from? that's an interesting question because I don't know and so to I wouldn't say that I um, have any psychic qualities I don't believe that I have that that's not something I feel that I have however I do believe that I some in some way tap into source and like you know, tap into universal truths mm -hmm. to, to find the answers. I, I don't, like, there's no definitive answer as to, I don't, like, have certain sources, like, literal sources I go to to <laughs> yeah. get my inspiration. It just, 
it's being in the world and paying attention and, and noticing things that are working in different areas for different things and then synthesizing that information together. So when a client comes to you offer whatever, maybe whatever the services are, what is it that you're trying to give them? What do you want them to take away from working with you guys? Um, we're a different design. I think we're a different design firm than what um, a lot of people are used to in that it isn't just about the aesthetics. It isn't just about the pretty picture. No matter what we are doing, there is the science behind it. There, We look to understand um, the company's objectives or the organization's objectives, whether it be a print piece or a brand identity or a website, um, understand who their audience is and what they need, um, and then craft the best solution based on those things. So while there is the aesthetic component, that's just a piece of the, that's just an ingredient in the overall recipe to get to the final solution. If you had a book written about you, what would it be titled? Um, I wanted to be a stunt woman. All right. Yeah. So then what made you stop wanting to do that? Oh, that was just, just like, that was just my, it? yeah, that was just my, what do you want to be when you grow up? Okay. A police woman, a firefighter. A stunt woman. Stunt I've never woman. heard that one, but okay. I mean, I guess I could have, you know, if I really wanted to do that, I probably could, I could have moved to California and pursued it, but yeah. it wasn't that much of a dream, I guess. Would childhood you be happy with where you are and what you're doing? I think so. Yeah? I think so, yeah. Okay. So you have 24 hours to live, mm -hmm. unlimited money, Mm-hmm and could travel anywhere at the snap of your fingers, what would you do? Okay, I've got this answer for you. Oh, really? You don't even need to think about it. On a beat, yes. All right. Now, my favorite place in the world is um, the Virgin Islands, U.S. Virgin Islands. Mm -hmm. um, oh, well, really, both British and U.S. Virgin Islands, it doesn't matter. Um, so I would definitely end up somewhere on one of the islands mm -hmm. and would hopefully just be floating in the crystal blue water and soaking up the sun. So what's next? Like. If you want to keep doing what you're doing now or if there's something in the future that you'd want to do or mm -hmm. whatever it may be? Um, yeah, so I actually, that's that's a good question. And I, um, I am constantly learning. I do enjoy constantly um, learning new things, um, whether it be specifically to the work I'm doing, like new technologies, web-related technologies, or expanding myself as an individual. And um, I have been I'm part of a, an organization called the Love and Light Institute. What's that? Um, the Love and Light Institute is a nonprofit here in Atlanta that um, helps bring mindfulness and wellness, holistic wellness um, activities and experiences to the Atlanta community and hopefully expand out from there. The two takeaways from my conversation with Lauren are first, the importance of surrounding yourself with good people, especially those who will tell you when you need to stop working, to take a break, and to breathe. And the second is knowing how to take what you want to do and fit it into the life that you imagine for yourself. For example, she knew that she wanted to do something creative, but being a fine artist was going to be a tough road so she adapted and still kept what she loved about the arts but applied it in a slightly different manner. 